Welcome to the 8-Bit Cat Show, a place where friends geek out over the nerdy things we love, sometimes with cats. This cat, this Bailey. And I'm your host, Stephanie Katz. With us tonight, Zach. Hi. Peter. Hi. And no Tom. No Tom. No Tom. Tom's on vacation. Yeah. Tom left us. Hopefully forever. Rude. What <laughs> a rude ass bitch. If he was smart. Uh, this is What You Watching. We're going to talk about some movies and some shows. Did you say movies? Movies. I need you to enunciate because it definitely sounded like boobies. I thought movies. Movies. I thought she said boobies. I'm like, all right. We, I didn't know we were talking about boobies in this episode. All right. I mean, we... There's some probably some tits in there. Yeah. I think there was some boobage. Couple, couple of it down. Major boobage. But we're going to actually start with the Halo TV series that is set to be on Paramount Plus next year. Next year. So how far into production you actually think they are? I I mean, I assume pretty far. If they're releasing it next year? Yeah, I'd have to guess. I mean, they didn't specify when next year. They just said next year. But I feel like they at least have... I mean, they've got a teaser trailer. If they're smart... With the uh, release of Halo Infinite coming this December, they try and I, I think they should try and bank off that goodwill there. Well, maybe it'll come out when like the um, season season two, two Battle Pass in, comes in, like, out. May. That'd be smart. That's not that. See, that's what I was thinking. If you co- coincided with something like that, roll off of the uh, the advertising that's already being done by Microsoft for Halo Infinite, and roll into that yeah and the cool thing um is the lady that does the voice of cortana is the actual lady that does the voice of cortana um hopefully the guy that does the voice of spartan 117 john is also the same guy i don't think it is because i think it's like an actual person well that's dumb i mean if he's in the armor the whole time why not that's what i'm saying do just you have you have a voice actor I mean, they didn't with the Reach animated thing, but that was because it was supposed to be a younger version of John. Well, which sort of made sense. Yeah. Though I did have one issue with the um, teaser trailer. That she goes, hello, Master Chief. She would never call him Master Chief. She'd call him... Chief or John. She'd call him John, 100%. She always calls him John. Maybe she'll call him in the show, but like... They're trying to bring like a different audience, and like this was actually an interesting discussion that I saw on um, the Min was it the MinMad podcast? I don't I don't watch a competing podcast. Yeah, I think it was <laughs> MinMax is good. You should check them out. Um, but they were talking about how um, it, it's nice to see like different um, pieces of media that people can get into to consume your product. Because, like, for me, I'm not a big Xbox player. Um, so, you know, I, I'm not really going to play Halo. So this is, like, a nice way that I you can should. consume that without having to, like, sit down and, and play the whole thing. I have Now I have one more issue with the Halo uh, TV show. Uh, the guy who's playing Master Chief, um, I think, is most famous for being Porn Stash in Orange is the New Black. Nah. <laughs> Well, like they say, like he's. I mean, like, he's in other stuff too, but he's porn stash and orange is the new black. Armor the most time. You won't have to see his face. I, I better not see his face. That's kind of the whole fucking point. Except yeah. I think in the beginning, it looked like in the teaser trailer, like you're gonna kind of see him when he gets into the suit. I mean, yeah, and then you should never see him ever again because that's kind of John's whole thing. 
The Master Chief literally, he's like, all the other ones, like now, they take their helmet off because they get voice actors and they do all the mocap for people's faces. But they still, they literally have never revealed his face, ever, yeah, in any media. Very young or just his eyes. Yeah, you. Yeah, you ever. Yeah, they they kind of like do like the thing where it peers through the visor and you just see his eyeballs, mm-hmm. or you see him as a kid. But they've never actually revealed what the Master Chief looks like, unless you um, unless you uh, basically broke the original Halo game on Halo PC, um, and you could theoretically see the uh, uh, wire mesh face that they had underneath his um, helmet, but it was just another stock Marine face, so it didn't really count. They didn't actually animate it because it was just something to put the helmet on top of. Exactly. They they needed a model shape. (laughs) But people did that on purpose, so they're like, what if they actually did something? And they did. They they tried really hard to find it. There was nothing important in there. Mm. Mm. I'm surprised, though. It doesn't actually have a a specific release date, is what you're telling me? Yeah. It'll never come out. Okay. That is... One thing. There's been 15 different tries for a Halo yeah, movie, the, yeah, a Halo anything. Yeah, but this anything. isn't like, Ugh. oh, it's like a random network. Like, this is Paramount Plus. Like, this is a actual service. Steven Spielberg was supposed to do the movie. Oh, so it would have been maybe good? Yeah. And then he made, I think it was Steven Spielberg. Didn't he make District 9? I don't think so. I think so. Who was, who did, who, it because that's the movie they did instead of that's the movie they did instead of the Halo movie. That was a weird ass movie. District Nine was a great movie actually, but I didn't say it was bad. I said it was weird. It was weird. I'm excited for when they eventually do the uh, sequel to that one. I'd watch the sequel to that one. Uh, director was Neil Blomkamp. Yeah, but it was produced by uh, it was produced by uh, Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. Oh, that's who it was supposed to be. Yeah, it was Peter Jackson. Even better. Yeah, but that's why that's where we actually got that um, that the thing that was released um, concurrently with the uh, Halo Halo Four. Basically, they had that uh, the yeah the Reach live action show. Basically, oh the Forward Unto Dawn. Yeah, that was one. The Forward Unto Dawn, the live action that was mini series almost. All yeah. of the props and like the Warthog and all that stuff like that came from the pre-production for that movie, which shows you how far they got into that movie and then still didn't make it. So until this show actually comes out and actually has a release date, I'm holding my breath. Okay, Tom. I'm, I, I, somebody's got to be Tom because, no, seriously, on this one... You are sitting in his seat, so... I've been burned so many times by uh, live-action Halo mediums that I'm, I'm not going to count my chickens before they hatch. I will say there's been the same thing with the Uncharted movie, and that is coming in January. It's, yeah, but how long did it fucking take? Oh, my God. Quick aside. Um, did you know the Uncharted movie, like, broke Tom Holland? Like, physically or mentally? A little of both. So, like, um, there was the he was doing an interview, and he was like, yeah, Uncharted pretty like kind of broke me because... In Spider-Man, although I do do some of the stunts, like a lot of the times, you know, there's a mask, so there's like stunt people that do um, the really difficult shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in Uncharted, since you can see my face, I I did a lot more of the stunts, and like he hurt his knee, and he was like, guys, guys, I think I really hurt myself. Like, I, and they're like, 
no, you're you're fine. It's, it's okay. Like you're just sore because you're doing things your body isn't used to. And he's like, no, I really hurt myself. He's like, no, man, you're just getting old. Like it's just sore. The dude's in his mid twenties. Yeah. Well, older. He's not old. He's a little bitch. Suck it up, Tom. Let me see you do those get, stunts, bitch. Get, get, I'm thirty. I'm not doing that shit. I'm too old for that shit. Kids in diet a kiss and make it better. And then Suck also up, on Tom. another side. Um, Jesus, how many sides are we going to do? It's, a, it's the Uncharted aside. Now we're doing the Tom Holland aside. That's a fourth wall break instead of fourth wall break. Uh, apparently, Sony wants to do three more movies with him. That's what they're saying. Yes. So. Oh, and apparently it's all Kevin Feige's fault that uh, he, that uh, we're not getting any of the other Spider-Man in the trailer. He wanted to keep that secret. It wasn't Sony's decision. It was Kevin Feige. Apparently. Oh. That's what I've been reading. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't care. I want to see that movie, and I want to see it bad. Yeah. Apparently, uh, tickets to go see that opening night are on eBay for $1,000. So if you want to go see it for $1,000, hop on eBay. And guess what? I'll see it the next week, and it'll be normal theater price, which is already too high. Right? You just go, like, on a weekday. Uh, we did go. What, what, what movie did we go see for, like, oh, it was Ghostbusters. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. We saw that for cheap as fuck because we saw it at like noon on a Monday. It across from me. Stop. Oh, what are your feet cold? Jesus. Yeah. Oh, God. Our feet are cold. Oh, God. Oh, God. What? Somebody help me. Um, I thought that was a cat. Of, no, that's my feet. No, it started out. I thought it was a cat. Um, video game things that you can watch. Video game things that we can watch. G4. Hey, that's a whole video game thing that they want you to show you video games and shit. Yeah, so uh, as we mentioned a couple episodes ago, uh, G4 is back, baby. Attack of the show, X-Play, a bunch of other shows. Um, they're it's basically... only on their YouTube, though, right? It's YouTube and Twitch, and then you got to check your local listings, and it'll be on cable the next day. Um, and if you go to their YouTube... Their, or channel. You have to check your local listings. What? Did you check our local listings? No, because we don't have cable anyway, so we're not going to get it. Maybe one of our streaming services. We have to go on YouTube or Twitch. Well, that makes sense. Anyway, um, there is the reason that they're doing it backwards like that is the tagline they have on their little like banner page is, we, don't, we know you don't have cable. <laughs> well, <laughs> so we're putting it here first. Yeah. It's the opposite of Hulu. Yeah. Streaming now, next day available on cable. That, that is kind of funny. I actually do like it. That is a, that's a very G four thing to do. Yeah. So I missed some Attack of the Show. We need to go watch that. Yeah. Let's pull that shit up. What you got? I just want more Special Agent Bob and Secret Agent Steve. I, you know, I, if the I could ha- thing I care about. If we could have at least a little bit of that, I wouldn't be too upset. What are the four G's? G four. What's what's? The, I'm assuming there's four Gs. What are, the, what are their Gs? Games for I don't. Know. So Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah, there's a, there's a G for you. Is a movie. It's a movie. Did we all see it? Peter saw it. Did you see it, Peter? Yes, I saw it. Yes, Valkyrie. What? Valkyrie is on the screen. Oh, well, I can't see. Well, you should have sat over here. Well, too bad. <laughs> You'll have to watch it on the replay. I don't um, watch this. So, Ghostbusters. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I loved the subtle 
nods to the original. What about the not so subtle nods to the original? Oh no, I loved it all, but I especially <laughs> loved this, the real subtle ones, like putting the crunch par in Spangler's uniform park it, park it, park it, park it, and like when they open the glove box and there's a Twinkie, like yeah. I thought that was fantastic. Um, I liked that. Um, I went back and uh, somebody had ripped it online already because people are terrible human beings. Uh, but so you could see back in the scenes and go come over through, through some Easter eggs. But my favorite one is down in his little bunker lair thing there. Uh, there is the toaster that they make dance in Ghostbusters too. And I don't know. I loved that part. It's great. I, uh, A lot of people shit on Ghostbusters too. It's still fun. Uh, <laughs> see, the funny part is when we walked out of the theater, I was sitting here going, this is my second favorite Ghostbusters movie. Like, I like Ghostbusters 2 a lot, actually. I'm one of the few people that really thoroughly enjoys Ghostbusters 2, I think. But, because it is over the top and campy and it's fantastic. But, I think I liked I think I think liked Afterlife better than Ghostbusters 2. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would it, rate it Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters Afterlife, Ghostbusters 2. And then just the, the all-female reboot after that? Yes. That's, on the, that's not on my list. Um, it's not even on your list. Oh. No, it's really not that bad, but it's really not that good. So that one, I, I've ar- I will continue to argue, it had a really, really bad theatrical cut. Um, if you watch the like director's cut, it's way better. I have never seen the director's cut. You own the, the DVD, don't you? This is the one I made you watch. But we didn't watch the director's cut on it. I think we watched the theatrical version. I don't... Anyway. I don't um, it was okay. Again, it wasn't terrible. For the re- the lady remake, like there were a lot of good parts, but like overall, it was not like on the top of my Ghostbusters list. No, it was it was it was a good uh, it was a good hold you over to this movie that where they actually did it right. Um, like my like I like and I think I've talked about this before, but like I just when for the remake, I did not enjoy like the super over the top parts like there were some parts where it was like i feel like you could have pulled that back a little bit and it would have been would have hit better yeah. yeah no see i will say i think paul rudd did absolutely amazing this as he does in pretty much everything he's ever been in mr gruberson uh he was great um i did i enjoyed uh little egon what's her freaking name Phoebe. 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 Yes, Phoebe was amazing. Uh, she was just enough of her own character, but just also just enough of a, of a little Egon that you're like, yeah, all right, I like her. She's cool. Um, well, yeah, good movie. <laughs> well, no, it was a great movie. Honestly, overall, uh, I mean, visually, they did a fucking amazing job. I wish there had been a couple more ghosts. I actually think there were not enough ghosts that we saw individually in there. Uh, there were not quite enough yeah, spirits and specters. Well, yeah, but the thing is, and even if you go and watch interviews with uh, Jason Reitman, um, one of the things he said was, like, this is this is an Egon story. It wasn't necessarily about the ghosts. Like, that was the... the um, Catalyst? Yes, that they were using to tell, the, like, the story or whatever. But, like, this was, this was an Egon story. Well, like I said, Egon could, was his favorite. Well, who, Egon's my favorite too. Do re Egon. Uh, I did uh, obviously fucking cried like a little baby right there at the end. With I the know, big right? 
Um, I thought that was beautifully handled, beautifully well done. Um, it was, I mean, it's a little weird that he doesn't talk at all, but it also would have been really jarring and really weird to like hear someone else's voice or cut clips from something else. Because yeah, they can do that nowadays. The technology's gotten so good at that they can do it, but it would have been weird. Um, actually, I really I enjoyed. I saw a great article on it. They did a um, interview with um, his daughter. Right? His daughter. Yeah. Now I was blanking on his actual name. The actor's name. Harold Raymond. Thank you. Wow, I could I lost it completely. Um, yeah, they did an interview with his daughter and like asking her about like because they they actually worked with her a little bit during it. Showed her the because um, they wanted to be respectful. Exactly, they showed her like the the previs of like what's it what it was going to be there and like how that actually was going to be taken care of and like her and her family were on board with it and I thought it was I honestly I thought it was very well done on that. Well, her and her and Jason Reitman also like grew up together. Well, yeah, on the set of Ghostbusters because <laughs> their dads were both making that movie and doing a fantastic job at it. Um. I like that Ivan Reitman was still a producer on it too. I mean, you want the guy that did the best, did the best version of any of them to be involved. If you don't have, if you don't use that uh, resource, you're an idiot. Uh, 2016 Ghostbusters. Um, excuse yeah. me. Uh, <laughs> but I did, I guess, and I can see where they had this. The major complaints that I saw about it was that it really was. There was no new plot, really entered into this one. It was the original Ghostbusters story just retold in a different setting. It was the exact same original Ghostbusters story told in a different setting. I mean, I, I disagree. And like with I said, that. I no, I can like, see where they're coming the, from. I liked it, but the overarching ugh. plot, I can see you saying that like the, the, the big bad. The yes. But yeah. like the actual like plot I felt was more about, Phoebe discovering, yeah, discovering her family and them coming to terms with, which is, so now I have questions. Okay. Okay. Who fucked Egon? Yeah, who was his wife that he left and abandoned? Who, who is Phoebe's, who's Phoebe's grandma? That is a good question. Somebody. Those are, that is an unanswered question that I would like to It's a less jarring question than who fucked Palpatine. No, we we proved that that was a clone. I know, but that was still a question on a lot of people's heads, wasn't it? Yeah, True, but, but but it's just because okay, so obviously he didn't end up with Janine, which we all know should have happened. Like that's how that should have went. Um, well, she was in, she ended up with uh, Lewis, and Lewis. so let me not there yet. So. She obviously didn't end up with her, so Janine isn't the isn't the the grandma. So it's like who? But it wasn't about her. It was about Ego. Well, yeah, I know, but it still would have been nice because they never they never mention who the mom is. Not at all. No, they like not nothing. not once, and they barely talk about um, Phoebe's dad too. I don't want to be rude, but. It could be one of any of the 15 million residents of New York because they were definitely throwing some uh, bras and panties at them at the end of Ghostbusters 2. But I feel like, like I don't know, I feel like Egon isn't that type of dude. Oh, Egon was totally that type of dude. Mm. 100%. Mm. 
He abandoned his family to go fight ghosts. Okay, which brings me to my second question. Why wouldn't the other Ghostbusters believe him? Like, that was the one plot point that I was like... He has always been right. Why wouldn't you listen to Egon? He's the smartest one of all of you, and you've all agreed that he's the smartest one of all of you. You let him play with the dancing toaster. Like, literally. Like, didn't Egon fuck the toaster? Egon probably fucked the toaster, yeah. I believe the implication was there was that the ghosts were starting to... uh, Like, they weren't seeing as many. It looked like it was going away. So it could have very well just been, oh, Egon's desperate for the ghost stuff to keep happening. Let's... Well, yeah, because he's kind of Going his whole identity here. was kind of wrapped up in the ghost thing. He didn't really have anything else. I'm with you then. Okay, so yeah, I guess I could sort of see that because, well, in their defense, they are dicks. The other Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, everybody except Winston. Yeah, Ray. Did you did you watch the two end credit scenes? Yeah, of course. Okay, just making sure. I, I like the final one. I'm excited that there's definitely going to be a sequel to this movie. Um, oh. <laughs> but um, now Ray and uh, Vankman are fucking assholes. Like that's their whole character is that they're assholes. I don't think Ray's an asshole. Like, Ray is definitely an asshole. Ray's a skeptic yeah. asshole, and Vankman's a funny a asshole. asshole. So Ray was they conned Ray into like. Selling his family's something or another in the first movie. That's how they got the firehouse. Like his, his family's property or something. Yeah, they conned him. <laughs> so, so that doesn't make Ray the asshole. He's still an asshole. <laughs> to Egon? A little bit. He's... But you get more of that in the IDW comics than anything yeah, else. True. But Ray, oh, okay. Ray's definitely an asshole. They're all assholes. Winston's the only one that isn't an asshole because he doesn't really want to be there. He just wants a steady paycheck. That man's a businessman, and I'm glad that he got his. But, but, I'm glad he got his comeuppance in this movie too. That he's like, oh no, I fucking made it big because I know what I'm doing. Y'all are all bitches and should have listened to me. <laughs> they should have listened to him. Yeah, absolutely. And then my other question is just a little aside. Like, and again, I know it. Wasn't a Lewis story, but like it would have been. And Rick Moranis doesn't like act anymore, but it would have been just like nice to know what happened to him. They should have acknowledged him in some way, shape, or form. Rick Moranis didn't necessarily have to be in the movie, but they should have acknowledged Lewis in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Right. Uh, one, he does act again. Ryan Reynolds made him for a commercial. Yeah, and that's the two, only yeah, thing but, he's done. Yeah, like he, I didn't even think he should have been in the second movie. His story was very done by the end of the first one. Well, yeah, but because they brought him back in the second one, I needed him to be in this one. At least, like I said, at least mentioned. Yeah. It's just like Indiana Jones 4 was a terrible movie, but they at least mentioned the fact that Henry Jones Sr. fucking died and that there was a picture of him and they pan away. Oh, everybody be sad. That's why Sean Connery's not in this movie. And it's this cool. Is, and this is the it's not because other... he's a woman hater that, pe- that uh, thinks you should beat them in the face. And this is the other reason why I'm like, why didn't they at least mention him? Like, so in Ghostbusters 2, like, Janine and Lewis are definitely a thing. Like, they definitely hooked up at least a couple times. And then, see, and then now I'm also wondering about the timeline. So, like, when did Eon fuck someone and go crazy and move out to this farm because Janine definitely leaves her life behind to go help him make sure the bills are being paid. I don't know if she leaves her life behind, but she definitely visits him quite often. 
Yeah. That's a long drive. To like just... I said, she she visits him quite often. Maybe she's working from home, doing like a work from home situation. I, I'm just saying, there there seems like, and especially with that the end credit scene there, there definitely seems like there's some uh, unrequited, uh, well, maybe requited uh, feelings between the two of them. Well, in the first one, like, she was all about him. Like, she, Yeah, he's tall, dark, and, and handsome. And even in, I, I mean, I don't know about the comics, but I know in the cartoon, at least in season one, like, they do go on a couple dates. Yeah, but it's hard to date Egon because he only cares about science and ghosts. Which she was totally fine with. Which is why I'm like, who fucked Egon? Okay, I do want to know who the mom is. Uh, or the grandma is, I guess, of Phoebe. Because Phoebe's the main character, so I want to know who the grandma is. <laughs> Like, I have questions. But again, I loved Phoebe. I want more Phoebe. Uh, some great al- allusions to the comic, or the, to the uh, animated series, with the uh, with actual the ghost mobile. I and lo- the gunner seat. And the gunner seat and everything like that. That was fucking amazing. Loved uh, that part. They didn't have the ectocopter, but it's all right. I understand. Budgets. Come on. <laughs> well, and also did steal this equipment, to be fair. I know. Yeah, but he had built it. Again, I don't really think it's stealing if he's the one that did it all. No, technically really- Ray put together the uh, Ecto One. In in Ghost, like some of the things get a little messed up, but Ray was the mechanic in Ghostbusters One and Two, and in the cartoon, Winston was the mechanic. So they yeah, kind of. But he he Egon was definitely not the mechanic. Okay. Ray may have bolted together the Ecto-1, but all the technology inside of it was invented by Egon. One thing that messed with me was uh, it is stated that Egon takes everything. All the proton packs, all that. So how where the how they, they have their proton packs. packs? Yeah. No, it's stated that he took four proton packs. They didn't say how many they had at the time because mm. they had expanded their business at least most likely. And you got to have one charging and, like, one ready to go. You don't have to have them charging because they have a nuclear power source, but... Well, to be fair, the exact words that Ray gives is that he left us with nothing. So it does feel like he probably took all of them. Well, maybe they but I guess maybe, because there is there in the comics, there is an expanded office. They could have just had that equipment, I guess. Like I said, it, it's... He basically, he took what he could carry. He, he loaded up the Ecto-1 and ran away. Yes. Drove away, I guess. Yeah. I don't think he put the siren on or else they would have noticed. Uh, the, the one, that, that is definitely a plot hole okay, there. But theoretically, the other... I guess they could have gone down to the mine shaft and taken the ones that he had mounted up on the walls there. And here's my other um, plot hole question. So, when Phoebe calls Ray, Ray goes, yeah, we lost the firehouse, and now it's a Starbucks. But at the end... Winston, you see, is driving Ecto, or someone at least, is driving Ecto with Winston back up in the firehouse, and there's no Starbucks. Likely that it was a place that was bought to become a Starbucks, and it was, pre- it was bought again by Winston before it could be turned into one. Okay. Because I was, because uh, we were talking Ray about that. Ray did say they like, turned it into a Starbucks, though. They said they turned it into a Starbucks. Maybe. Which implies that he had bought coffee there. <laughs> I mean, it could have also been that they initially intended this to be a finale for Ghostbusters, but then realized, oh, wait, no, we've actually got something good, and threw in those end credit scenes to say, hey, we're going to do more. Yeah, because shit's definitely about to go down with the containment unit, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. 
Because um, they have a bunch of ghosts in there, for sure. Right, right. Okay, here's my other question. <laughs> this is a little more... This is a little more tech... Not plot holy. Uh, more like, I, I need the scientific... Um, whatever. So, he's got all the traps in the field, right? Uh-huh. And they lure them in. Uh-huh. And they energize it. And the uh-huh. traps go, boop! So, how how does contain? How does work? Like, does the ghost just get pulled into, like, a hundred million different pieces? Yeah, you didn't see that part? It literally got pulled into a hundred million different pieces. No, I kind of just saw, like, one big... Yeah, and it all got... Mm. They even explicitly showed that Gozer the Gozerian got pulled into multiple parts mm-hmm. into multiple traps, which is why they're able to contain the essence in a standard trap and not in a containment unit. Because the, so the traps do work as a containment unit. I mean, he had trapped um, Muncher. What, Muncher in there for 30 Who was years. voiced by Josh Gad, by the way. <laughs> Great casting choice. <laughs> Salad casting choice. Like, right up there with Alan Tudyk, right? Like, that's the only thing that could have made this movie better. Are we sure Alan Tudyk is not in this movie somewhere? <laughs> They're saving him for, for the second one. I'm just saying, are we sure um, he's not in there? So then that leads me, like, I told you I had a lot of questions about this. What happens to the farm now? Are they just going to leave those there? Like, do they still own it? Like, they're just going to leave the traps? Are they going to try and put them in a containment? Like, how? Well, they still technically own it. They, they also own a lot of debt. <laughs> yeah. It is also worth noting that it's not like Ray is inept. He does know his shit about ghosts. He, he probably does. would have a way to do that. I didn't say he didn't. I Him just... and Egon work together. But all I'm saying is Vankman's definitely out. He doesn't give a shit anymore. Oh, no. Bill Murray will totally come back. If the script is good enough, he'll come back. I said Vankman's out, though. He might show up to just throw some witty one-liners at them, but he's not going to actually fight ghosts no more. (laughs) I did love that part when... um, I was about to say. Was it... Was it Rago's, I don't remember this hurting this bad? And Winston's like, I do. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Still, the line is... Are you a god? Ray, you've got this. <laughs> you know the answer this time. Yes. <laughs> We're all gods. All gods here. Oh, my God. And I loved how they did um, the uh, costuming and makeup for Gozer. It, it was just like they literally took the 80s and, like, realized the whole, like, love. I'm pretty, pretty sure because I was an almost completely digital character. In the first one? In this, in the, in this one. No, it wasn't. All the outside was. I'm pretty sure that was a green morph suit, and they put everything on top of it with CGI. No, if you look it up, there, there's one lady that did the voice, and one lady that actually did like all the um, body work. Well, all I will say is it was a weird choice to get extremely famous and versatile actor J.K. Simmons... To play a dead dude that then gets ripped in half after one line. J.K. Simmons doesn't care. He's like, you want me to be in Ghostbusters? Fuck yeah, I'll be in Ghostbusters. But I'm just saying, that was a weird choice to have a guy who is a great actor. One but line also, ripped in half. to be Evo or Shandor, I was like, oh my god, it makes perfect sense. Again, or Evo Shandor. Shandor. But, but again, what the fuck? Also, I knew exactly where we were going as soon as they said, oh, a selenium mine. I'm like, fuck, really? This is where we're doing this? You picked it up right away. I did not. It, I didn't even. 
it took me like halfway through to go, oh. Obviously, we were getting goes with the Gozarian again. Come on. Selenium mine. I thought that was obvious from the moment that we see the outline of the ghost that kills Egon. Right? That's very clearly one of the dogs from the original. (laughs) So? And literally everything in the town is named after Evo Shandor. Yeah. Everything is Shandor's. Is it? All the, 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 the elementary school that she goes to is Ivor Shandor Elementary. You know, I didn't yeah. even notice. You got to look at the little stuff. It's a Ghostbusters movie, babe. Yeah. Hey, I, hey. Twinkie and Crunch Bars, that's hey, what I got again, for you. You got to look at the little stuff because they were definitely alluding to all of that because they want the, they knew the fans were going to be looking for that kind of shit because they're making a leg, legacy sequel, I believe is the new term for these, is a legacy leg- sequel. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that are sequels technically but also launching a new new generation yeah legacy so, sequels do you think if we get a second one do you think it'll they'll like if phoebe doesn't come back i'm not watching it they can fuck myself they can fuck themselves I'm not i was gonna say do you think it's gonna be like them training the new generation no no that's that'd be too much like stripes and if harold ramus isn't there you can't do stripes well i was thinking extreme ghostbusters but it would feel weird to actively put children in charge of capturing ghosts. I would be surprised if Phoebe returned uh, as an actual Ghostbuster. It would make me sad, though. I don't want to watch that movie, then. Look, Phoebe totally can do it. She, That girl just needs to go and, like, skip a bunch ahead, go get her degree. She can do it in, like, two years. is fine. I'm not saying she couldn't. I'm saying it would be a weird call. You know what they could, uh, do? They could do? At least they could just have her be the technical advisor that stays there. Like, yeah. stays in the fire station and builds all their equipment and makes sure everything works and then sends exactly. them out. And then at the final climax, she's got to come out and save them because with some giant mech suit. With Well, maybe not a transforming, like, Ecto-1 or something like I'm that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. she, she would do something nuts with that's got freaking uh, uh, proton packs all over the thing or it's some giant rolling proton pack tank. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'd, I'd, I'd watch that. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. It's better than the Statue of Liberty walking down uh, Times Square and people forgetting about that, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys didn't yeah. hear about this stuff in the 80s? Oh, yeah. Well, I think everybody was just going crazy. The Statue of Liberty walked down. <laughs> walked down the fucking street and ended up in the center of the city and did not walk back. They didn't walk her back. Yeah. Like, uh, how'd they get her how'd back? How'd they get her back? <laughs> they didn't walk her back. I have questions. I'm just saying. That, and that is, how does that come out of the public consciousness? That has happened in every Ghostbusters sequel now, actually, where they just kind of forget ghosts. And I'm including the 2016 one. They, they did. Like, oh, yeah. There's no, you, we saw you save us from ghosts, but that didn't happen. Right? <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah, you have unequivocal proof of the afterlife? Yeah, I don't believe you. Uh, it's I, like uh, Indiana Jones being a skeptic after finding the uh, like the the Ark of the Covenant, and then oh, yeah. God's wrath killing a bunch of Nazis. It's like yeah, yeah, and then and then the last one's like, you think the Grail's really real? Well, you <laughs> saw the Ark of the Covenant, so yeah, the Grail's probably real, bro. He's like, I don't believe in the New Testament. The Old Testament, that's proven. That's that's history. That's Obviously. science. Now, New Testament stuff, I don't know about that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I don't know, but 
So yeah, there's some issues, 100%. But the movie was so entertaining, it makes up for any issues. Uh, I, I felt fully immersed in the, uh, in the story and did not have to worry about the little things. Because there was enough... You know, okay, the only thing that pissed me off, like really, is when they're driving after uh, Muncher. Mm-hmm. And they're going down the dirt road towards like the the um, mine shaft there, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He could have hit the brakes way fucking sooner. <laughs> yeah. Why did he have to almost use his sister as paint on a bridge? Okay, I'm just saying. For drama. I don't need that drama. There was no, enough drama in them, in in them, him not even having his license and being able to be the world's best stunt driver. I had enough drama there. We didn't need to have him yeah, almost kill his he, sister. He failed his test three times. Uh... How come he is the greatest stunt driver I've ever seen then? That's why he failed. The tests require parallel parking. Uh, parallel parking is, all the cones. Parallel parking is easier than perpendicular parking for me. Oh. That's weird. I can't... I, I hate pulling into a... I'm, you know, you've seen me drive. I, I pull so poorly into most of those parking spots when you have to turn into it. I'm always on the line. Oh, it's true. You always don't want to let me get out of the car. Yeah, that's... Well. Or the other person into their car. Yeah, fuck them. Rude. I am technically inside the lines and it's all that is required be by the law. Rude ass. I was talking with some friends of mine the other day Your about friends? the Ghostbusters movie. Uh, no, old friends. Uh, <laughs> We're the only friends that count. Really Just kidding, um, I'm kidding. And I, I think they, we kind of made, reached the same conclusion of why this one was still good versus some of the shittier stuff that's come out. Mm-hmm. And it's that Ghostbusters 2 and 2016 really lean hard into, hey, it's a comedy. That's what this is. It's a comedy with some action in it. And... Afterlife and the original one, I, I would say, are pretty different in that they're both very straight movies. Like, these are serious movies with comedy elements to it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah. You, they, wrote, they wrote a ghost action movie and then threw Bill Murray at it so it was a little bit funny. Exactly. <laughs> I will say the original movie would have been much different had Eddie Murphy actually been Winston. It would it probably would have been too it, like you said it probably actually would have been it would have leaned too hard towards the comedy and may not have been the classic that it is. Yeah. Good it's for Ernie Hudson. It's worry. It's worrisome. Good for Ernie Hudson. Yeah, because now everyone knows him as Winston. Hey, yeah. I know his name. His name is Ernie Hudson. Yeah. Or Winston Zeddemore. Either way. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, how. I like how they put on his old uniforms and they just magically fit them. And they're children. Yeah, I did they like jumpsuits. Yeah, but they were ju- they were jumpsuits. They were Egon sized jumpsuits, the tallest of the Ghostbusters. That's true. And they all put them on and they're like, "I'm a 12 year old girl and this fits perfect. It looks like it was tailored for me." Did, did, did we miss the cuts? Did we miss? Did they cut the scene where she's tailoring all the the jumpsuits for him too before they go out there? Mm-hmm. Well, obviously. Do we, we miss that scene? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, because if you notice too, none of them had the name patches on there either. No. I'm serious, they didn't. No, I, I agree. Maybe Egon just had a bunch of children-sized uh, uh, jumpsuits. He's preparing his... for the future. Uh, well, I, now that now I'm really worried about why does Egon have child-sized jumpsuits in his underground lair? 
I mean, he seemed to have a pretty good idea that he might die doing what he was doing. He was pretty sure he was going to die doing what he was doing. Exactly. Actually, and his he, ghost immediately goes for his granddaughter to start solving the problem. Well, yeah, he might have had an idea that kids would be involved. She was the only competent one. <laughs> the only competent one. You know, we we have not even talked. About uh, Callie? No, about, about podcast. Oh, podcast! Oh, podcast was fantastic. You didn't like podcasts? The second he came on the screen. Oh. Let's see, that's why I wanted to talk about podcasts, because I knew that Peter would have uh, a differing feeling than you about podcasts. <laughs> really started to hit around uh, episode 46. <laughs> okay, I did like that Ray goes, wait, that's you? I did like that Ray is a fan of the podcast. And he goes, you know, like you're my subscriber? No, the only fan of the podcast. <laughs> Remember that. The only <laughs> fan of the podcast. You're my subscriber. <laughs> Not one of my subscribers. My, my subscriber. subscriber. And yeah. I did like Ray go, yeah, they really hit the stride about episode 46. <laughs> uh. Also, minor plot hole here. Podcast. Which, stupid name, first of all. I mean... Oh, it's cute. It's terrible. Also, we didn't ever actually learn his real name. But podcast hosts a podcast on the weird and supernatural and all that stuff, right? How does he not know about the fucking Ghostbusters? How come Paul Rudd, his high school, doesn't, summer school teacher, had to show him on YouTube who the fucking Ghostbusters but doesn't, were? But doesn't... Mr. Gerberson say something like that, like you're into this stuff and you don't know who they are. Like I'm pretty sure he's he points that out. Disappointed in him. But no, he's no, uh, and that's what I'm saying. But, doesn't make it not a flaw. It's still a flaw in the movie. Just because they pointed out the flaw in the movie actually makes it an even bigger flaw. Yeah, but if you think about it, like I, it, it sounded like he focused like a lot of it on like his town and the stuff that he knew about. And he didn't really stray too far out of that. But also, like, when you're from a town that's not anywhere near New York City, like, why would you randomly be like, oh, I wonder if there's Ghostbusters? If he's looking up shit like paranormal activity or even posting stuff about that on the, YouTube, the, the algorithm al- would grab it. I was about to say, the algorithm would have shown him the fucking Ghostbusters. Obviously, he has a shitty YouTube. <laughs> He's it's, a wi- sh- it's a shitty internet. He doesn't have a good connection out there, guys. I mean, in reality, it was just a way to make Paul Rudd's character a little more relevant to what was happening. Necessary, yes. They had to have him be the one that knew about Ghostbusters, even though they introduced a character like Podcast who should know about the Ghostbusters and should recognize a trap as soon as he sees it. Aren't you adult? Yeah, I'm also liable. I love that. That was, like, so real. That was very Paul Rudd, yes. But, again, yes, I loved Paul Rudd, and I'm glad that they shoehorned him into this thing. Because, yeah, you needed a gatekeeper and a, uh, a key, key master. master. But now the real problem is I don't think they're going to stay together because they uh, fucked under the influence of ghosts. They both seemed okay with it. Yeah, they wanted to. I mean. Yeah. They wanted to beforehand. She used a dumpster fire. It's fine. Oh, just just the worst kind of dumpster fire. <laughs> I won't kick you. Out, I won't kick you out until you move all your stuff out. I won't. Lo- I won't change the locks until you move all your stuff out. Nice landlord. No, I think he said, and like when you leave is when I'll change the locks. 
So, like, if they had just holed up for a week, he wouldn't have done it. But as soon as they left, he was going to change the law. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He's like, you get you get a chance to get out. I'm not going to kick you out. I'll change the locks when you leave. Have fun. Which I get it. It was just a device to get them to the farm. Well, yeah, of course. They had to find something. Oh, I loved the, the other little little tidbit, tidbit nod to the original, the library stack of yeah, books. Yeah, stacked books are a sign of spiritual activity. So the real question is, was that Egon that did that? Did he stack those books just to fuck with the kids? Yes, 100%. Yeah. Because yeah. they weren't they weren't there in the... When, when he was getting murderized by the ghost at the beginning in the chair, yeah. that's the same chair where that stack of books is later in the thing, and there that's were true. no stacked books there. And then he plays chess, too. Also, he was kind of a dick with the chess pieces. A little bit. Like, like, he overemphasized some of those moves. He's like, yep, yeah, no, fuck your pawn. And I'm like, okay, Egon, well, calm down, bro. Yeah, but he probably also nope, was... Nope, nope, You already saw his dexterity with the book stacking, and he easily moved the pieces earlier. Yeah, he, but... He made a move, and it's like, fuck you, homie. A piece homie. this big is a lot smaller than, like, a thing this big that you can kind of, like... No, nope, fuck you, move. No. Nope. Was the argument that he's, like, not got good fine-tuned control as a ghost? Yeah. Because I just assumed he was trying to make sure his granddaughter understood that she wasn't hallucinating there's something happening right now and you need to go investigate yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like no i'm it's definitely moving i knocked it on the ground also yeah. i'm better at chess than you but i think that's really i think there was a little bit of that in there he goes you sure you're not just reading into it too much i think there was a little bit of that in there egon's got a bit of an ego can we go he see does. it again <laughs> I kind of want to go see it. I, I do want to go see it again, honestly. <laughs> That's why I was asking if you were coming down for Thanksgiving, because it was going to be like group outing. <laughs> Let's go see it if again. If it's still in theaters around New Year's, we'll absolutely go see it as a team. Yes. Because um, I'm coming down then, but yeah. Woo! No, it was, I'd definitely go see it again. It was good. Hey, and I have off on days, because paid holidays, which is. Um, well, I gave it seven cats. Out of eight? What was the were those problems that we made fun of bad enough to lose a full cat? Seven and a half cats. Seven and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so seven cats and like two paws. Well, he's, he tells me that I give too many thing eights, and I don't think I've given a lot of stuff eights. So I was hesitant to give almost it an eight. everything that you've talked about. You, you've given a lot of eights. A lot you of eights. Sure. Almost you, all of them. They're either like zeros or eights. That's all you give. <laughs> there is no in between. I feel like you've given a little bit more of um, like distance with this one, so you've thought about it a little more. It seems like some of the times when you review stuff, you're very excited about a thing you like, so you give it a perfect score. I will say, I think seven. I think seven's actually pretty solid. That's not bad. I, th I think I think you're actually pretty accurate on that score. I would I would agree with about a seven. Oh, oh, so now you agree with me? <laughs> about six and a half to seven. I agree with the second one with a seven and a half. I, I really like this Seven movie. and it two was, paws. It was seven and two paws. Seven and two paws. Eight beans. <laughs> eight beans. Seven cats, eight beans. <laughs> um, no, honestly, it was solid. It was fucking good. Uh, I really do hope they make another one. I'm sorry, my like. Yeah, you're I like the worst. I think they're working on another one. I really hope they actually get it. All right, talking, going from something that was amazing to... Eh. Uh, Y'all remember? Like that segue was eh? eh. The original <laughs> Suicide Squad? Yeah. It's so, awful. What's that guy's name? Ayer? Ayer. 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 Yeah. Ayer. Ah. 
Um, Peter, Every, everybody forgot about it. Peter corrected me earlier, and I told him I would forget it in 30 minutes, and it's been yeah. it's been 53. It's so. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I thought we were gonna be more on point without Tom here. It's been worse. It's because we all actually <laughs> talked about it, so nobody was going. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> we had an actual conversation with only two tangents. Um, Both so, those tangents were yours. Apparently. Um, him and Jared Leto have come out and been like, oh, yeah, we totally would like the air cut of Suicide Squad. Because apparently well, Jared Leto's an asshole, so no. Well, apparently Ayer was like, well, the studio changed, like, the movie that I wanted to make, and they did all these things, so, like, it's not my true vision. And I'm like, okay, Zack Snyder. Um, and then... Well, in his defense, they definitely did in direct response to the Marvel movies being funny and enjoyable. It was it was Guardian of the Galaxy's fault that uh, that Suicide Squad was so fucked up because the producers of that movie and the studio saw uh, of Suicide Squad saw Guardians of the Galaxy and said, "Oh, it's got a kick-ass soundtrack and it's kind of funny. Well, our movie needs to be that, or else nobody will go see it." And they did basically change everything. And then, um, yeah, cause, and then Jared Leto wants it because you were like you would with Ayer's, Ayer's version, you'd get like more of the Joker story. Yeah. So he just wants to be. Yeah, Jared Leto definitely just wants to be in it. And he was kind of a huge fucking prick on the on that well, set. Well, yeah, didn't he like unhinge all his like coworkers? Yeah, he was fucking weird the whole time. Like he sent them used condoms. His used condoms? Uh, some of that has come out to have not been quite true, but he did still still do a lot of the shittier stuff. He did some weird shit. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. He did some like, weird he fucking didn't shit. And then he used fucking condoms. I'm pretty sure that, that did happen. That was did a dead rat. That what? did happen. <laughs> okay, I had definitely, I guess, I had never seen the uh, article that came out debunking the uh, condom thing because that was definitely the thing that stuck in my head. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this dude? <laughs> well, it was relatively recent, so it could have been just a, oh, if we have any hope of getting an air cut, um, well, we they... have to like make sure Jared Leto's not coming off as like a fucking freak, even though it's way too late at this point. I, I mean, don't want to see the new Tron because he's going to be the main guy. He's going to oh, be really. In, they're he, making another Tron. He's going to be in Morbius yeah. too. But he's the main star of Morbius. Yeah, he's I'm not. I was Morbius to begin with. <laughs> I we think talk that... about Morbius when Peter wasn't here. No, we did those last episode. We talked about Morbius huh. when Peter was here. I don't know. It seems like an unnecessary movie. I'm tired, guys. It seems like a weird way to shoehorn Blade in the MCU. Just give me a fucking Blade movie. What do you mean? He was teased in the Eternals. Yeah, because he's going to show up in Morbius. Whatever. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so the big quote from it was they were just basically like, oh, well, you know, this is basically what streaming services are for so that directors can go back and make their cut of a movie and throw it on a streaming service. Might as well. I don't know. Fuck it. They all make more money. They don't care. I don't know if that's what streaming services are for, but okay. It's not what they're not. It's not not what they're for. It's not not what they're for. Mm. I feel like we would just end up getting another Snyder Cut, which is, yes, better than the original Justice League, but it is barely and not fucking... worth the four-hour timeline. I, I think I'm in the minority on this one. I didn't mind the Justice League movie. The original one? I'm okay with it. I didn't hate it. Yeah. Right. It wasn't the best. It was worse than every single Avengers movie, but it was still fun. Again, I didn't hate it. I like and it was arguably the only time that version of Superman was done correctly. Yeah. Zack Snyder made, still made some weird choices with Superman. Zack Snyder or 
What's his toes that took over? Zack Snyder. No, Zack Snyder made some weird choices with his Superman character. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm not going to save my dad. And also, I'm going to kill Zod. What the fuck? Yeah. That's like the two things that Superman would never do. Okay. Superman saves everybody. And it's Superman Zach doesn't Snyder kill nobody. Like one comic, and it's an Elseworlds comic, so he's got a very skewed view of how superheroes should work. Mm-hmm. He's read The Dark Knight Returns, and like that's it. So everything... Well, he- from is based on that. That's why in Batman v Superman, it's the armor from the Dark Knight Returns that he wears to fight Bert or mm. Clark. Um, in his defense, it's some badass fucking armor. And it's a good fight. It's a but great it fight. Make any fucking sense contextually? <laughs> Realistically, well, the, 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 it, if Superman wants to kill Batman, Batman's gonna die. Again, Superman didn't want to kill Batman in that one yeah. because he didn't know who the fuck Batman was and didn't care. Who's Martha? Why'd you say Martha? Sorry. That was so... Again, Let's not sorry. get too hard of our attention on that. Um, Again, my last wrong with aside that. on it is just uh, Henry Cavill did say, though, that. Cavill? Cavill? Why do I always say Cavill? Cavill. I don't know. Henry Cavill did say. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. <laughs> if he's not Superman, I don't know. Um, that if they presented him with, like, a script and it was good, he'd come back. Oh, yeah, he's super down to still be Superman. He just wants a good movie. I mean, I have no problem with him as Superman. He looks like Superman. Yeah. 100%. He's done a good job But Superman. he's he's had some terrible scripts and movies to work with in. They tried to fix Justice League so many times, he had to come back and they had to CGI out his beard. Yeah, because wasn't he in, like, some... Whatever the fuck it was. Some other movie at the time? Uh, He had to have a mustache. Yeah, I thought that's why, is because he was in a movie at the time that required him to have a mustache. Yeah, he could And he wasn't going to shave it, so... For continuity reasons, yeah. Yeah. So they had to CGI him, and that's why his face looks weird. His face always looks weird. Again, he he looks a lot better covered with this light layer of grease and grime. He's a hot, yeah. dirty guy. It would have been better if just maybe have it be bearded Superman like it was the first time he comes back from the dead. I actually liked bearded Superman. I didn't yeah. know there was a bearded Superman. Yeah, he yeah cut... in the original um, Death of Superman and then Return, he has a beard when he first wakes back up. He he has So, like, he grew facial hair while he was dead? Yes, your hair keeps growing when you're dead. Well, that's not technically. Your skin, your skin just contracts. Um, but, uh, uh, I have questions. He wasn't dead. He was in a healing coma. Hell, ah. he did. He hell. He even did have a beard at in Superman Returns. Yeah, Superman, yeah, Superman Returns. Or, right? What, what was the first Zack Snyder Superman movie? Oh, oh, uh, Man, of Man of Steel. Steel. Man of Steel. He had a beard at the beginning at part at a part in Man of Steel. Did yeah. he? Yeah. Have bearded That's Superman so that you have to you have a very limited window where you have to CGI out a mustache if you're going to do it that shittily. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, Superman. The only way Superman can cut his facial hair and he does shave every morning is he looks into a mirror and he shaves it with his own heat vision. Yeah, That's comic. That's in the comics. That's a hundred percent canon right there. Oh, it was in the animated series too. Well, he does. That's what he does. Yeah. Also, when Superman joins the army. They almost don't let him join because uh, he can't get inoculated because they don't have any uh, needles that'll pierce his uh, flesh. So Superman's apparently an anti-vaxxer. That is not canon. That is an alternate universe thing. But yeah, I remember that bit. I love when he he gets drafted into World War II. 
But then also, but basically the whole point of this, the comic is that this is why Superman can't be a part of anyone's army, even America, even though he try, fights for truth, justice, and the American way. Why would he have to get inoculated? Because it's a stupid golden age Superman comic, so they do stupid yeah. shit like that. Okay. Just to prove that he's invulnerable, like he's supposed to, like they they go to shave his they go to shave his head like he's a new recruit and they can't shave his head. They go to give him his shots in his ass. And he can't get his so shots. So does he cut his it's hair the same red. way? Just yes. Yeah. That's just why he has the perfect quaff laser. I see. He learned to do that when he was a kid because Ma Kent tried to cut his hair and it didn't work. Okay. She ruined her. She ruined her favorite scissor uh, sewing shears trying to cut his hair the first time. Mm. Alrighty. Well, uh, you wanted to talk about the show called Hit Monkey. <laughs> All right. So, I now have to go read this comic. Because, based on the show, this is an amazing premise, and I'm super on board with it. Uh, it might be... It's one of the more out-there uh, premises for Marvel Comics, and I'm super here for it. Um, it is a Japanese macaw who avenges the death of his uh, troop and a random assassin. But also that random assassin is now a ghost that follows him around. Does the monkey talk? The monkey does not talk. He just murders people. Uh, the monkey grunts a lot. He speaks monkey. And the ghosts, because of their connection, and the ghost is played by Jason Sudeikis, um, learns to speak monkey. Um, it's honestly, it's amazing. It's, it's brutal. It's gory. It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, sex, drugs, rock and roll, monkey weed and birth control. Um, what a combo. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. but, um, actually I really enjoyed it there. Um, just because at the end, um, silver samurai shows up. Really? Yeah. And bonsai man. This is on Hulu, right? Yes, it is on Hulu. Uh, it was like 10 episodes, I think 10 or 12 episodes. Uh, they were pretty quick. Uh, I binge watched it in one day. Is this like Modoc level shit? Uh, it is the same. Uh, it is a much better. And it's a different. It's a much different anima- animation style. It's like it's supposed to. It's honestly, it reminds me a little bit of uh, Archer animation style a little bit. Okay. Um, the backgrounds are more real feeling than Archer, where they kind of like feel like they're placed on the backgrounds half the time. Which I always felt was by design. But oh, no, which was 100% by, by design, and I enjoyed that feeling. But um, it's definitely, uh, it, they're definitely more interactive, everything like that. But there's some great characters in it. Um, and the monkey's a fucking badass. He is just a natural-born assassin, and it's amazing. Hmm. He fucks some dudes up. Like, they always forget about his monkey feet. He gets cuffed a lot, but they always forget about his monkey feet and the fact that he's a fucking monkey. <laughs> well, hey, Rambo. It's pretty great. Rambo tempted to say hi. Uh, any of the scenes where he has a where he has the katana, just just solid work, just good stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, the monkey's morally conflicted. Mm. He doesn't want to be a killer. Oh. Well, how do we know if he only speaks monkey? Yeah. Oh, they do a great job of showing that. Oh. Also, there's some great scenes with his dead father, like who goes full like Mufasa on his ass, mm. or but in monkey. But in monkey, and but there's is so, there any English when, in this? Oh, there's lots of English. Uh, Jason Sudeikis is literally sitting there giving quips and ridiculous and terrible advice and talking the whole time. It's amazing. Oh, okay. And then there are certain scenes where it's only monkeys talking, 
and you get subtitles in those scenes. Ah. You get subtitles for the monkey. Gotcha, gotcha. So I think if you worked hard enough, you could learn monkey. Mm. It's like people who work hard enough to learn Klingon through the uh, subtitles in Star Trek. Is that how people learn Klingon? There's also dictionaries and stuff like that, too. But, yeah, the original fucking nerd nerds learned it that way. <laughs> OG nerds learned it by, uh, by watching the, with the subtitles. They deciphered that shit, yeah. Excellent. Just like Weebos learn Japanese that way. They do. <laughs> Semi-understand Japanese. Japanese is a little... <laughs> They My. learn something akin to Japanese. They There's also a lot Japanese. of Japanese in this movie, in this show too, because it all takes place in Tokyo. Mm. Cool. It's baller, honestly. Well, Go I'm watch glad it. You enjoyed it. Hit monkey. Hit monkey on Hulu. He's a he's a hit monkey. Mm. Well, on that note, uh, Gamers Corner will be out on Saturday. Extra bits is up on Sunday. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, share this with people so that Hit they that can like and subscribe. Button down there <laughs> you were pointing at me <laughs> it's right where peter pick peter's nose <laughs> um Proud and then of, of course don't forget to hop on our patreon patreon.com slash 8 cats um there's all kinds of cool exclusive stuff on there like uh tom and zach singing misty mountains from the hobbit because it, why not it's pretty bad <laughs> and until next time geek out be fabulous and have fun Yeah, I don't get any end quip. You be fabulous. <laughs> Hi, it's the flannel guy again. If you join us on Patreon, you get access to a Discord where you might get to talk to me, and I might still be talking like this.